You tune into Brick by Brick, the official podcast of the Prestige Group. I'm your host, Rubina. Well, on today's episode, I'm going to take you on a journey through the corridors of time and fashion. We're joined by a man who carries the legacy of Prestige, the man's store, a name that resonates with every well-dressed man in India. A very warm welcome to Mr. Norman Razak, the whole time director of Prestige Estates. Sir, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rubina. Add prestige to your life. Break by break. Brick by Brick, the official podcast of the Prestige Group. So talking about your dream job as a child, what is it that you wanted to do when you were growing up? I wanted to get into my father's footsteps. Okay. And I got into it and learned a lot of uh, trades from him. Learned fabric first, then learn how to deal with people, then deal with everybody around you and especially staff. Yeah. And to how to handle staff and how to take care of staff issues. We do have somebody who's working at the age of even 84 years with me. Wow. And the service is about 66 years. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that gives me that confidence that I can keep people for a very long time. Very, very long time and I can handle good. I, I, I'm good at people. So, while you're saying that, I really wish you could give us a few tips because managing people and handling people is the toughest task these days. See, those days was very, very simple requirements of people, staff. Nowadays, the requirement of staff is very different. They didn't have TVs before. They didn't have much to do. So they all always used to be focused. After a period of time, they've got used to the format. They've got used to the people around them. So they were very content with what they would get. But today, the contentment is not there at all. They are very, very, you know, distracted with the phone which has come in today. Earlier, those things were not there. Today's life has become madness because overheads have gone up. You have your TV at home. You you can't just watch Tata Sky. Today you've got OTT. You've got 15 different uh, channels running. You've got Netflix. You've got Amazon Prime. You've got A, B, C, D. So that everything wants requires money. The one more biggest thing is right now is education. Education was not that expensive, but it was very focused with lesser amount of people. But today what happens is that. education education is so expensive that you know they always looking at better opportunities for them to get a little more hike in the salary even 5000 rupees 2000 rupees also makes a difference so that's how life is all about today you did mention that you picked up quite a few traits from your father could you tell us what have you learned from him that you still continue to follow there's something that he really imbibed on us is basically you have to have basic honesty just honesty he said run behind people money will run behind you it is only we our focus was on people so we are here with what there is and a lot of traits that he has told us how how do you manage with people how do you manage with your customers so we managed that and we are here today tailor made and ready made what's your pick and now this is like 50 50 now slightly there is a change people are coming back to tailor made now tailor made yeah. is that list uh, people like a trial they need to come they have little time yeah. that means surely they're using a Nokia phone and not a smartphone 
talking about you as a sports person you did mention that you love cricket yeah, and you I also do love play cricket. i used to play hockey and talking about this store and um, you know this is something that you started off right right after college yeah we were here we all got trained all the three brothers were here got trained like our grandfather also trained us like our dad trained us over here so we all here and at one point of time then we said we need to expand on clothing fashion that was the only thing left or we had to do is to sell fabric so we said okay and we had a, we've got a little dna from our grandfather which is doing real estate i don't know that was mentioned to you earlier with any of my brothers or not so we just said okay we just bought a property and we sold it we got some money and it started rolling and that's that's where we are today and we were in the shop and shop then we opened the shop in city then we did another store here and then we evolved making more shops the time came when you know my brother said you stay with dad and we'll we'll start a small office the small real estate office was started on commercial street oh so it's with a small 150 square feet or 175 square feet the areas are not known to me but it was pretty small maybe what one third size of this so That's where destiny has taken us today. Even Commercial Street is not the way it was back then, isn't it? Tell us about Commercial this street. Street has evolved over a period of time. Commercial Street uh, had a lot of mom and pop shops over here, but as period as as a time, Commercial Street never used to do business on Sundays. Never. Yeah, I remember that. Sundays. We used to play cricket on Commercial Street <laughs> on Sundays. There used to be one or two shops which were open on Sundays, and nobody used to come. <laughs> it's about it's about twenty years now since this business has evolved. The weekend business has evolved. It's late nineties, early twenties. Uh, the Sunday business has come. Weekend business has grown because the whole culture of Bangalore has changed yeah. from an old sleepy town. It's become a hustling, bustling place. Everybody is in love with. Bangalore. So when you look at your father's business obviously you wanted to maintain the legacy but wanted to change it the way you wanted to. So what were some of the changes that you felt that was needed as soon as you took over? No when uh, I all I was always restless. I want to do something big. I want to see something better. How do I take this forward? What kind of retail should we happen? So it was about 22 it was late 90s I think then I started thinking of doing a store like this and I had to really work around work around people to get a larger space over here there was a little space of ours then I had to work things around at the back of the store side of the store and then how do I evolve it then sitting with my brother Irfan then he said okay you go for it there's no issues but what you do is that do your interiors as well as your building together so that there won't be any loss of time in doing it it'll evolve accordingly and then you will be able to do there won't be many changes if you if you're fixed on this said okay then we went for it we designed this this store is designed almost 20 years ago 20 22 years ago so the thinking was so many years ahead now when i ask an architect can you redo my place it's good why do you what changes you need to do you need only cosmetic changes so that means we really think way ahead of time to get this you know you have changed the shopping experience for all of us when you were growing up which was your favorite brand uh there were those days brands were not really in play yeah. because there was no ready made as such the brand which would only sell those days was only one 
one brand was we made very well was Raymond. And then later on, there were other brands called Digjam, OCM, Gwalior and so on. But the most popular brand was Raymond itself. As far as ready-made was concerned, it came in much later, maybe late 80s, uh, maybe late 70s, 80s, there were some small little brands were getting made in Bombay and no acceptance of ready-made was there because ready-made was always expensive. Yeah. So fabric was less and there was tailors to do it and people used to do it. We used to charge some 10 rupees to make a shirt. Today we charge 1100 rupees to charge a shirt. That is the difference in the 30, 35 or 40 years which I have seen. So did the tra tailors trouble even back then? Uh, tailors, uh, basically they dry your blood up. <laughs> even now they do so. They, that's, the, that's in the DNA that will never change. <laughs> That you go on. Now they're becoming a small little group. They are like dinosaurs. Yeah. They will, after some time, that will slowly exit. And it will become more and more difficult to make handmade suits. Yeah. Which we specialize in doing so. Talking about thinking and, you know, way ahead of time. Let's talk about the Forum Mall, which was like the first one that Bangalore experienced in, in fact, South India. So what was the thought behind it? Tell us about the journey of the Forum Mall. See, as far as constructing the mall over there, it is Mr. Irfan's idea of doing a nice mall over there to bring it, you know, people into a place to have movies. He had a different vision for the malls. So he said, okay, you, you have the vision to do the malls. I'll have the vision to bring in people into the mall. <laughs> like get good tenants. Yeah. Then there was a debate, why do you have to bring in large format shops into the mall? So I said, no, we like, because I have expertise on retail, how the retail reality reacts and how it was and stuff like that. So we took in consideration. We said, we'll get vanilla stores, which are like 1,000 square, 800 square feet to say 2,000 square feet or two and a half thousand square feet are vanilla stores. So vanilla stores are, those are the people who give you less amount of rental and higher rental and the uh, large format shops give you a lesser thing. So we said, no, no, we are going to have smaller shops and we won't have these so-called the shopper stop and lifestyles over there. And uh, we'll have something which is called Westside over there because they don't sell the same brand which are sold in the mall, in a vanilla store, then in in the store, like a lifestyle would sell a Louis Philippe, but you will have a Louis Philippe EBO outside. So Westside will not, not sell the same thing because they are not a branded thing. They do their own brands. So that's how it evolved. And then they said, okay, and we went ahead with it and all the brands just, they never knew what camp charges were, what is this, what is multiplex, nobody knew. How are these small theatres? We used to go to a theatre which is 2200. 2200 seats or 2100 seats, how to smaller theatres. So there was a lot of uh, excitement in coming because that was the only mall in the country, I think, which had 11 screens in under one roof. And you had everything. We had car parking, we had public toilets, toilets for them, all the convenience, the infrastructure was built on everything. So they were very happy and that was our success rate. And lots of memories as well for any yeah, Bangalorean, I think. Yes, um, a lot of memories for everybody, yeah. everybody. Because us. because it was definitely first, first of all shopping area parking <laughs> great yeah. second is so parking is very good and then oh my god we are getting toilets yeah. that is something very important yeah we struggled without toilets on street yeah 
because yeah. we never had proper sanitation here and stuff like that. We struggled, yeah. but I guess now everything is evolved and everything is online. Prestige started with commercial and residential space. So, how did the retail space development start? Retail was in the DNA. Always was. Uh, always, my brothers were thinking. Both my brothers were thinking. What do we do? What do we do? Because that was the saying. We are retailers. We want to do something in retail. So that's how the idea came up and said, "We'll go ahead and we'll start making a mall." Because uh, making complexes is different. Making malls are different. So we started making mall. We did a first one on Fifth Avenue and we sold the space, but it never. never happened so we said we are not going to sell the space but we are going to own it and we'll keep every tenant in in line that is how you are successful today is the world of e-commerce how does retail business stay relevant and continue to attract the traffic and development oh it's a it's it's a very large nation very very large nation people are tech savvy they go e-commerce what did they buy in e-commerce They buy vegetables, pens, pencils. No more phones on it. Somebody wants some accessories for the phone, they'll go for it. But e-commerce is not as good as what it used to be like five years ago, six years ago. No, it's all changed. Garments also not that great. They're not doing that very well because garments like a shirt, yes, they can sell, but they can't sell a trouser because it has to be altered. They can't sell the suit because the sleeves or the length or the they, there is a slight. You know, alteration to be done. Where will they go to an e-commerce? If they buy it on an e-commerce platform, where will they go and order it? They have to come to a store. Where do they have to come? They have to go to an high street to get it altered. So why go through the pain? That never sold. They never did well over there. Maybe t-shirts, maybe shorts, maybe you know some babudas, some jeans. Okay, that's that sold. But e-commerce was never a threat for a, a brick and mortar shop. Never a threat. We are still in existence. Do you think COVID played the spoil sport for retail business? I, not only for retail business, for everything. That is, uh, God said that you know you need to reboot your systems, reboot yeah. all your systems with every walk of life. Everything was happening because I think people had forgotten what Almighty was. So He said, "Now it's time, buddies, come." face the facts go through this and you'll realign yourself everybody realign themselves big time that's true that's true so wasn't that a very very interesting conversation all i can say is stay tuned for yet another episode on break by break the official podcast of the prestige group with mr noman razak where he's going to be talking about his family childhood and a lot more benna actually very boring at most of the time they are very boring that's that's the thing that they're a little lazy in dressing up so we like to give them a little tuition like to give them an update on how they have to dress and how time management is very important to do everything to balance your life be on time don't waste time and you're done i probably name it no man's fashion no man's <laughs> fashion with a hyphen with there stay away from mobile phones for at least 2 hours a day not the sleeping time but work time you need to stay at 2 hours away i think you'll be happy first at prestige to your life break by break break by break the official podcast of the prestige group